one of the other things I really want to tap into is what you're doing with your YouTube channel and how you're using that to promote your business. Welcome to this week's episode of Hey Homegirl. Hey Homegirls, this week we are taking a trip to Gainesville, Florida, home of Florida University and the Gators. It's also home to this week's featured agent, Lindsay Johnson. Lindsay has built a strong business by immersing herself in this college community. Early in her career, she over-indexed on video and now has a very successful YouTube channel. In this week's episode, she is going to share with us some of her tips for getting on video, loving on her community, and building YouTube as a great referral source. We all know it's hard to find balance in our careers. Lindsay has built a business that she loves and a life that she's proud of by being a great mom and wife and finding maybe not balance, but definitely harmony in between all that she does. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. We are with the amazing Lindsay Johnson from Gainesville, Florida. Thank you so much for being with us. It's my pleasure. I'm just super excited to be here. So we had a few minutes to chat beforehand, and it was great to just catch up. We haven't really seen each other since I think Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a whole fun fiasco in and of itself. Isn't, isn't Vegas always kind of a fun fiasco? <laughs> Yeah. So on today's episode, you're going to be sharing some really great tips with our viewers about balancing, you know, your work life versus your home life. And then one of the other things I really want to tap into is what you're doing with your YouTube channel and how you're using that to promote your business. Oh, for sure. I am an open book. Happy to share. All right. Awesome. So bring us up to speed. When did you get your license and where do you work? Okay. So I got my license in 2017. Kind of a funny story, actually, because I came to Gainesville to go to school, go Gators. And I never left. Right. Like there's this magnetism to this town. And I actually got a job in a different sales arena and it wasn't my favorite. And it was my brother for like five years. It was like, Lindsay, get your license. I don't go anywhere with you in this town. Where you don't see somebody, you know, like you're organized and personable, get your license. So he had to nag me for about five years and then I did it. So I got licensed in January of 2017 and I started at a smaller brokerage. And then just two years ago, I actually um, made the move and I'm now at Keller Williams, uh, Gainesville Realty Partners. Oh, that's awesome. Do you participate in a red day? Does your Keller Williams office do the red day? We do. I'm so sad. This year I wasn't able to go because it was Mother's Day weekend and my family had planned for us to be out of town. But we do like a red day kickball tournament to um, raise money for the the boys and girls club. It's it's one of those things. I was actually really sad I was not in town because it's (laughs) super fun. Oh, that is awesome. That's one of the things about Keller Williams that I love. I always say I if I had been a Keller Williams agent, I totally would have drank the Kool-Aid because they really are community focused and they just seem like offices that have a lot of fun together. It's really true. It's like, you know, every Everybody can be successful and be open-minded and share with each other. And a rising tide lifts all boats. Like you yeah. can go to any agent, whether they're brand new or they've been there for 30 years and they'll, they'll be like, Oh, you want my listing presentation? Here it is. Oh, here's how I would say this. Oh, here's what I do. Like it's so open and everybody's so encouraging. And that was always my thing. Having been in sales since I graduated college in one way or another, it's like, I don't need to live my life feeling like I got to watch my back, you know, yeah. and, and you can do this business and do it well and not be a backstabber. And so I'm all, I'm all here for that. Oh, I love that because there really is enough room at the top for all of us that really want to work intentionally, I think. Oh, without question. And I, and I think that is the rub, right? Is I think there's such a, there's like a misconception of our industry, you know, like go buy a white BMW and look at fancy houses and make a ton of money. It's like, it is much harder than that. But for those who want to put in the work, you're going to see success. It just takes time and consistency. Yeah. And consistency is something that you've been really good at. So when you got started in 
the industry, you already had a pretty good base of people in your community that knew who you were. Yes. That really helped with my success because I came to Gainesville in 2004 and I got licensed in 2017. So I had many, 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 many years of getting to know people through the community. And then because where I worked prior to was the big, a big gym in town, Gainesville health and fitness. When I graduated from high school and came up to Gainesville, I started teaching group X there and I still teach group X there. I'm actually next August will be my 20th anniversary of teaching there. Right. You know, if you get paid to work out, you, you do it. (laughs) Here's my pro tip, but it just, I had this huge network of people who just already knew me. And then in addition to teaching, I also got into the sales arena there. And so I just, forge these relationships that when I went into real estate, it just was natural, natural for people to be like, Oh, I like Lindsay and I trust Lindsay. Let me call her. Cause I have a real estate need. So I was very fortunate that my foundation was huge. Like if I was a brand new agent and had just moved to a new city, you can make it work, but it, it would have been harder. So really just like loving on my sphere, as they call it a good friend of mine, actually my sister's brother-in-law, my sister-in-law's brother-in-law, man, my brother's wife's brother-in-law. <laughs> family tree. There you go. Yeah. He owns several brokerages down in South Florida. And he was so helpful when I was getting started and answering my questions. And he was a real anchor for me. And he said, he's like, when you get into this business, every company, all kinds of people are just going to come at you with like the new shiny thing. And he's like, if you just build your business off of your sphere and referrals, you will never go hungry. And that was some of the best advice I ever got. It is the best advice because we are constantly being bombarded of what membership is cool this week? What membership is cool this month, what membership is cool this year. And as a new agent, you do kind of get roped into, you know, let's buy pens and magnets and pay for all of these subscriptions. But the reality is, is it comes down to the conversations we have and what we can give back to our clients. Oh, of course. And and the thing that's crazy too, is, you know, every single person, you know, can probably name five realtors they know, like there's a ton of us. So it's like, how are you differentiating yourself when someone who might want to work with you also has a sister-in-law and a friend at the bank and who who's a realtor, right? And pens and magnets don't do that. (laughs) And if someone has those pens and magnets, I want to know what they are because I'll order them tomorrow. So one of the things that I'm most impressed with, with your business is you go on your social media and you have infused so much knowledge about real estate, but you've also infused so much about your local community. And you can just tell from looking at your page that you are the local expert, hyper-local expert of Gainesville. So, you know, the best breweries, the best bakeries, you know, all of the park and all of the special things about your area. So how did you decide or how did you get started in implementing those things into your social media strategies? Great question. I got really into video in probably like 2020. We're all stuck in our houses, so might as well pull out a camera. And it was something actually through, you know, professional coaching where they were just constantly talking about like, do video, do video, do video. And I thought, well, why not? And for me, I mean, it is true. I I love Gainesville. Otherwise I would have graduated and I would have left. I love this town so much. And I think being an entrepreneur, I had parents who own their own businesses when I was growing up, like entrepreneurship is in my blood. So the other thing on top of that is wanting to support local businesses because my parents were local businesses. I see myself as a local business. But in addition to that, I got a journalism degree from UF. So I just enjoy fact finding and I'm very curious. And I like, it's so weird. I told my parents, I'm like, look, mom and dad, I'm actually using my degree, not the way we thought, but like I'm interviewing business owners and I'm writing copy and we're putting 
putting together these videos to just highlight how cool our area is, whether you've lived here for a while or you're moving here. You know, for people who don't know this, we've got two major universities, three major hospitals. So there's a ton of like transient traffic that's just constantly coming yeah. in because of those companies. And so I just want people to know like, hey, if you're coming here, there's great stuff. So for our friends that are out there that are scared to get on video because everybody kind of starts at that space. Most people do at least. When you went to go do your first business interview, how did you approach that? Did you go to a business that you already knew? Did you go to a brand new business? How did you ask? Yes. So I'm trying to think the very first time we did it. So, I mean, my videographer was just here last week. We just finished batch 16. So I actually bring him in. He's not local. He comes once every other month and we batch like 20 to 30 videos, some like talking head educational, some like community stuff. Mm -hmm. And so the very first one we did, we chose like a, so the first area we did was called town of Tioga. And it's one of those places where it's got like apartments and shops and restaurants. And it's like really clustered together. Cause we thought, okay, we can do a lot. We don't have to drive and honest to goodness hand. Like I just went in and I had my outfit and I had Josh with his camera. And I was like, hi, I'm a local real estate agent. I would love, you know, can I talk to a manager? And when they brought them out, I just said, hi, like I'm a local agent. I really would just love to highlight your business as part of why Gainesville is so great. It's at no cost to you. We're going to edit it. We're going to post it. We'll tag it the way you want it. But are you okay with us highlighting your business? 90% of them are like, yep. The only ones we've ever had trouble with are like, if it's a chain, cause they're like, got to talk to corporate or whatever, but any local mom and pop, as long as the manager's there, they're like free advertising. Absolutely. And then all we really ask them to do like for a restaurant is, okay, can you prepare a couple of signature dishes and maybe a signature drink that you want us to feature and do close-ups on? Genius. Um, yep. So that's really their only expense. Cause then we do all the other stuff, but it's, it's just been really fun getting to know these local business owners and like forge relationships and, you know, meet other people through the videos. It's just like a really cool kind of like, you know, what 21st century way of connecting to your community. Yeah. And you're uploading most of those onto YouTube. So your YouTube channel has been really consistent. That is a hundred percent my videographer. <laughs> Uh, but yes, we, and you know, as we were talking about before, when I first started video and, and for people who you talked about, like, don't want to be on camera, they're nervous. I have yes. a few things to say about that. My first thing is always when you go to a showing or a listing appointment, are you going to meet them in person? If the answer is yes, they're going to see all this. Yes. Have I blow dried my hair and done my makeup today? Absolutely. <laughs> but I have gray hair. I have wrinkles, you know, it's, it's yeah. who I am and they're going to see that. So put it out there. Who cares? And yes, you're going to have some people on the internet who are less than kind, but it says way more about them than you, but every yeah, customer you deal with is going to see you in person or the majority of them will. And it's so much better for them to know what to expect. Like, I can't tell you how many people from my videos, I, I never had an idea it would, it would become this thing, but I'm getting calls every week. Hey, we're moving to Gainesville. I love your videos. Can you be our realtor? Like there's no appointment. There's no, Hey, we're trying to figure out who to use. It's no, we want you. When can yeah. we talk? Because you've really become your, you show off your authentic self in your videos. Like it is all you. I try. You know I, I, really think, I think that people see that and they also see how much you care about your community, you know? I like to think so. Cause I really, I mean, I really do love this town. It's, it's such a cool, I think because of the universities, there's kind of like a lot more going on, but it still has the yeah. small town community feel, but it does come through. And it's, I think so many people now like to do their research kind of mm -hmm. from a screen, a phone, a tablet, a computer, 
before they ever make a call. So by being out there, whether, I mean, honestly, actually some of my most popular videos as of late have been blooper reels that we put together from all the footage we've had. (laughs) Those have been really fun because I mean, that is unequivocally, unequivocally me, but I love that because Someone who sees a video of mine and thinks, I can't stand her, is not going to call me. And that is 100% okay. Yeah. Because if we're not going to gel, that is going to be an uphill climb for both of us for that Mm -hmm. transaction. So I would so much rather have people who feel like they can approach me and like, like my vibe or whatever you would call it. I have the best customers in the world now. You know, we all just get along and it's so wonderful. And I'm just think video has a lot to do with that because it's, I'm an open book. They already know what they're getting by the time they get to me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We're not quite finished yet, but as the home girl of your hometown, I would love to pass the mic to you so that you can share your story and some of your secrets with the homegirl community. To apply, please go to howtobeahomegirl.com in the show notes. Did you go all in on a professional videographer from the beginning or did you start off a little bit more low key? Oh, so low key. In fact, anybody who is worried about starting video, go to my YouTube channel, sort by oldest to newest and watch my first videos. I was in my guest room with my (laughs) cell phone stacked on a thing of books, no mic, no lighting. I would purposely do it in the afternoon because the sun would be setting. And that was it. And I did it like on um, iMovie. And I would add little emojis thinking I was so cool, (laughs) but just start because I started and people liked them and then they got better. And then because my business was growing, I had the budget to bring in a videographer with the lighting and the editors. And now they make me look really good, but it doesn't have to start there. And I think so many people just see the finished product. You know, I've been doing this for three years and they see year three, go back to the beginning and see where I started. That's going to make you feel great because now they have these things called ring lights that you can get for like $20 on Amazon. I mean, my first videos, they were, they were rough. At one point I literally <laughs> took a lampshade off cause it was nighttime and my husband held it with the bare bulb over me. So I will definitely, I'll put your YouTube channel in the show notes so that everybody <laughs> can have it. And there'll be a link for it in our YouTube channel videos also for everybody. Perfect. And, and, you know, rip off and duplicate. And that's, that's the beauty of it, right? It's like, put your own spin on something, but do not feel ashamed of like, oh my gosh, I don't like the way I look or this or that. It's like, just get out there. Cause people are going to want you for you. And you are the expert in your community. So the fact that you can show that to people through video, I think is just helped you number one, gain the amount of followers you have on YouTube, but it's also helped people, like you said, from all over the world, be able to find you if they want a great resource to move to Gainesville, Florida. Yeah. I mean, literally last year, a couple from Hungary found me from YouTube and bought a house here. It was like, you know, in order for me to get something like that, I probably would have to spend tons of money with another lead company, Mm -hmm. you know, for every hundred leads I get, maybe two are actually worth something. And instead I'm putting my time and energy and finances into creating this content that is educational for buying and for selling, but it's also like this community stuff of Gainesville's on your radar. And it's Mm -hmm. just way more fun. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. What are some of your other pillars for your business? Oh gosh. So, I mean, video has become a huge pillar because I had such a big sphere. I think doing events and really just like, like loving on my sphere has been huge. I mean, like honest to goodness, not that it's bad to do this, but I've never given a dime to Zillow, to realtor.com 
to any of them. Not, not that that's bad if you do, but I have just found I get a much better ROI when I hold a Thanksgiving event for my past clients. Or I did just a couple months ago, back in April, we did a dog event, a nail clipping event where we partnered with Humane Society and Scent Hound, which in our area, it's a franchise, but they do like Senthound actually, it stands for something. It's like SC. It's like, I can't remember, but it's like coat, ears, nails, something. But they came out and I invited everybody from my farm and from my past customers and just said, hey, I just want you to come and like treat your pup to something awesome. We had whipped cream, pup cups and a raffle. And it was it was so fun. And I, what a fun idea. I highly recommend it. It was, it was so great. Like all these little dogs were coming and I mean, it was just like this magical event because all the dogs all got along with each other. We had steady traffic the whole time. Girl, One of my favorites is a neighbor pulled up on their bike and their dog was in a backpack and it's like a cat <laughs> backpack that has like this yeah. like astronaut looking, but it's for their dog. They're like, he hates to be left at home. So he just rides in this little backpack and just big smile on his face. But it was fun because we were able, I, I was able to do a donation for Humane society. So we're giving back locally, but it's just, again, making connections with people, knowing that I'm just a real person. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a realtor, I'm a group X instructor, but I'm just me. And I'm just want to be relatable. And I have a knowledge of real estate that I'm happy to guide people through if that's what they need. So speaking of that, you wearing a lot of hats. How do you keep all of that balance? You know, my word of the year has been harmony because there is no balance because that would require things to be 50-50. Very true. Very true. Right. And I have two daughters. They're both elementary age. So they're little. And when I first got into this business, my oldest was two. My second one was just a twinkle in my eye. But I said to my husband, I was like, there's real estate is one of the highest jobs of divorce rate. Like this is a career that has one of the highest divorce rates of, of any career. And I said to him, I was like, I could be the top realtor in the world, but if I am divorced and my children don't know me, I don't want it. And it's just been, it's a lot of little things. And I think it's a lot of trial and error. So one thing we've started doing now is like, I do not work Sundays. I was literally out of town this weekend and a listing went under contract. And my eight-year-old, she was like, mom, it's Sunday. I'm like, I know. But if I don't turn this paperwork in by midnight, the yeah. offer expires and I could lose my license. And she was like, <laughs> yeah, but set it. So you just things. limit it as much as you can. Right. And and it's rare. It's probably nine Sundays out of 10. I'm not doing anything for work. And my family and my littles know that that's their time. The other thing we started doing is every Friday we do, we call it kid Friday. And they were kind of, when Phyllis was born, there was like a, you know, that thing where you could tell littlest never really had us to ourselves. An older one was sort of struggling with like, she doesn't get that one-on-one time. So every Friday, my husband and I alternate. Like if I pick up our eight-year-old this Friday, he picks up the four-year-old and the next week we pick up the other kid and go do something library or ice cream or whatever, but it's just like a couple hours of carved out time that they know they're going to get. And like, mommy does not schedule a showing on Friday afternoon. Mommy does not do a listing presentation. Like that that is their time. And I think that they do really well knowing that yes, mommy is busy, but mommy's always going to carve out time for us. And then I did my massive thermometer that we color in. That's a huge success. So that's, that's a good thing too. Tell me more about this thermometer. What's this? Okay. So this started in COVID. I went on Amazon. I think it was like 50 bucks and it's like a gigantic dry erase thermometer. Cause I didn't want to have to like 
get a new one every time. Yeah. But the first year we did it, I was like, all right, mommy's going to set a goal for her business. And every time I close the house, you're going to color it in. And if I can get to it, we're going to go to Disney world. And we hit it. So every year we sit down as a family and we're like, okay, what are our, what, like, what are the goals we want to set? And now that they're getting older, I'm like, you know, when mommy doesn't open house, you're going to help me hand out flyers. You're going to help put up the signs. You know, you're going to help me organize things because this is our family business. Yes. Mommy is the realtor and who's out doing it, but I can't do it without your support. And this year we actually did four goals. So my goal this year is 10 million. And uh, the first goal was at two and a half. We did a, every kit, we each got 50 bucks and got a shopping spree at the mall. It was really fun. <laughs> and then our next one I'll, I'll actually be hitting here. Uh, there's a closing this week is uh, Volcano Bay. And then we're going to do a camping trip. And then when I, when I hit the end goal, we're going to go to Boston to see snow. Cause down in Florida, we, we never see snow. So it'll be so much fun. Oh, and Boston is such a beautiful city in the winter time. So we'll be up in your neck of the woods. <laughs> Yeah. I love that you're bringing in the whole family, that you're letting them know about your goals, that you're letting them know about your work ethic and you're involving them because you're instilling something in your children that they're not going to get when they go to school, you know? And it kind of just organically happened that way. But I mean, and the other thing is last year I came short of my goal. I missed it by a million, but it was a conversation to have with our kids of like, Hey, mommy didn't hit her goal. And that's okay. Mommy still did great. But we're not going to do, I don't even remember what it was. Oh, I think we're going to do a a cruise. I was like, but we're not going to go on the cruise because I didn't hit the goal. And so it's, you know, kind of showing them, Oh, wow. Mommy can, fail and it's okay. Cause I think nowadays kids have so much pressure to like be perfect all the time. Yeah. And there's not what the right way is to say this, but it's like everybody gets a medal. And the fact that you can embrace the fact that there were challenges within that one time period, but still only missing it by a million is that's still a huge success. You know, right. what I mean? it was still the best year I'd ever yeah. had. Yeah. But it wasn't the, wasn't the goal we had set to color in. Yeah. And sometimes those goals need to shift and pivot a little bit, but either way, I think those discussions at such an early age with them and them getting to see you being an empowered female owning their own business. Do you and your husband carve out special time together? We do. We do. So we, it's funny this last semester. And, and I think that's why harmony is my word too, yeah. because we were really good about doing date nights every Thursday. And we've actually recently invested with my family in some investment properties. And so we've kind of stopped doing date night because every waking moment is like, we got to paint, we got to change this. But typically we do a date night at least three times a month on Thursday nights. And the other thing that we do is, and I asked my husband if I could share this, um, but we actually schedule therapy every single quarter and we treat it like an oil change. Yeah. And we've done that for years, just like it is on the calendar. It is a standing thing, whether things are good, bad, or ugly, like we're going. And if things are ugly, we might go more than once a quarter, Yeah, but it's always there. Cause I just think like that set of communication. So that's something we've implemented. And then the other thing is every Tuesday, we're like, man, we got to look at this woman's calendar. But every Tuesday on my calendar at 9 PM, it says S O T U state of the union with a heart. And oh. he and I just sit down and we're like, rate our relationship on a scale of one to 10 and tell us and tell me why. Like if it's a five, why is it a five? If it's a nine, if it's a two and that constant weekly communication is helpful because it just like lays everything out and every week too. Now, do we do it every week? (laughs) But it kind of helps, keeps you guys in check with your communication, you know, because we all know when you're working all day long and as, as realtors, we're communicating nonstop. Our day is talk, 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 mediate people's different emotions all day long. And so I know personally for me, there are days that I'll come home and I don't want to talk to anybody, you know, and that's where I need to leave everything back in the car 
and take a deep breath and walk in the house and remember that these people are looking for the best of me, just like my clients were looking for the best. Of me. Oh, that is you know? so right on. I think it was Brene Brown. I, it was something that like was posted on Instagram. It was like a quote of hers. And it was like, when you walk in the door, it doesn't matter what happened in your day for that 15 seconds, you are to be happy and loving. And then you can tell them if something happened, but like, they're your people and they deserve to, to like see that of you. So yeah. I've been really conscious of that. Like when I walk in the door, just, Hey, how was your day? Well, how was your day? Not great, but that's all right. But the fact that you and your husband, you know, because you're right, what you said earlier, our industry has a huge, huge level of an infidelity and everything in between. And the fact that you and your husband are taking that quarterly commitment the weekly commitment to go on dates, whether it's painting or going out somewhere nice to eat. And just, you know, the weekly commitment to talk about your relationship, I think is huge because it's easy to set that aside and prioritize your clients more than the things that are in your house every single day. You know, and the fact that you guys are watering that lawn and really trying to work on that is huge. And it is so easy, especially, and I think we implemented a lot of these little, like this didn't all just happen overnight. Like one system got implemented and then another. And now I look at my week and I'm like, wow, look at all this stuff. And and one of it was, I love Elizabeth Hartke. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, the luminary leadership. And she had talked about that on one of her podcasts where she said, I think she was talking to a mentor and said, oh, you know, like this in my family. And he's like, all right, pull out your calendar. Where is your family? And she was relaying that story. And I thought that is so true. I am doing all of this for them, but where are they? So then that's when we we did for Carter and I date nights and SOTU. And then for the kids, kid Friday and Sundays, and just really coming up with time that was carved out that they're just on that calendar every single week. It's just, that is immovable. Like it's there and that's it. (laughs) And at the end of the day, when we're 70, 80, 90, and they're grown up and have their own kids, that's what they're going to remember, you know? And those are the times I think that for all of us is going to be the most important. So kudos to you, friend. That's awesome. And it's a constant work in progress, but it's really been some useful tools, I think, to help grow this, grow this thing, right? But do it in a way that I'm maintaining what's most important. Like I got into this business to build a successful business for Carter and my daughters, for my family. So, and I think it just has to be a conscious decision to put them in the forefront. And, and you're making a conscious decision to work on it because I think what happens with so many people in our industry is they don't put the time to work on their relationship the way that they should. So that's really, really cool. God, you shared so many amazing tidbits with us today. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. This has been really, really fun. Okay. So wrap up question. What is one piece of advice that you would give to either newer or seasoned female agents to kind of empower them in their career? I think, you know, in sort of summing up all the things that we discussed, like, I think one of the things I would say is just being authentic because that is always going to serve you. It's a lot less to try to remember than if you're trying to fake something you're not, but truly being authentic is going to build the relationships and the business that you truly want. And the other thing being start with the people who already like you. Those are your, for those people who are new, those are your best first customers because they already like you and they know that you're new and they are on this journey with you. Like if they put their hand up and say, I want you to be my realtor, they've volunteered to say, I want to be part of this learning curve. So just lean on the people, you know, so many agents I think are afraid and would rather work with a stranger in case they like screw it up, but just find the people who who know you, love you, like you, trust you. And that's how you build your business and do a good job for them. And then they're going to tell their people and it just spider webs. Yes. So good. Thank you again. I loved this. It was really amazing to share space and time with you today. Same, Sarah. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 